0: the Conditional Release Program, a podcast that delves into the the netherworld of cults, crims and con artists. We don't like these people in its shows. We believe the best way to expose them is to hold them up to a harsh light, point our index fingers in their general direction and mock them mercilessly, take them down a peg or two until they cease to exist in any other form than the shit on our shoes. I'm Jack the Insider, otherwise known as Peter Hoistead for tax purposes.
1: And I'm Joel Hill, and today we are going to sift through the embers of the Trump presidency and the broken, marga cult of Donald Trump to consider where to from here. Uh, Will Trump, like the old South, rise again, which it didn't and hasn't since the Civil War at least. So (laughs) what the fuck
0: ever. Yes, the Trump brand has taken a battering and MAGA hat wearers are dropping off like the great orange one has the COVID lurgy with a bit of leprosy thrown in for good measure.
1: Yep, yep, dash of that. And this comes uh, with the news of the closure of four or five Trump for New England stores who've been knocking out a bit of uh, Trump gear, anything from sweatshirts to Trump tea towels to Like that, and now they've closed their doors forever. But not before the owner of the chain, now reduced to one store, sent out a message on social media,
0: which exclaims: "Items will be five to ten dollars. Come help us clear our inventory. It's great." (sighs) I know you love a bargain, Giles, so you you could pick up a Trumpy blazoned hoodie, normally priced at a couple of hundred, now into 10 bucks. Tops.
1: I do love a bargain. Basically, what we could do is we could just buy a whole bunch of shit and clothe the impoverished around the world (laughs) with just this Trump gear. You know, the sweats and tees, Trump jeans, Trump shoes, other Trump shit. Would you get it for a song? They might refuse to take it, but we'll see.
0: Now, New England, the six-state aggregation in the northeast of the United States is not exactly Trump territory, but if the very sad closure of these stores is anything to go by, the Trump brand is in free fall. I wrote a column two weeks ago that Donald's goose was cooked and he would simply disappear from any serious political discussion and I can only say I was right and this is the first step in reducing the old autocrat to a grubby footnote in history. Good. And we'll get on that in a deeper dive. But we can't now because while the Trumpster is in history's dumpster. <laughs> oh, God, that rhymes. That's why I got confused over it. Uh, there's been other stuff happening and other important stuff. And we'll tell you all about it in our weekly news. What's been happening in the world today, Joel?
1: Well, we woke this morning to read news of protests across the Russian Federation, mm. which is pretty big, yes. and uh, featuring over 2,700 arrests, which you might wow. notice is a slightly larger number than the Capitol Hill insurrection. <laughs> uh The day of protest had been called after the arrest of Russian anti-corruption activist and very big stone in Vladimir Putin's shoe, Alexei Navalny, uh, who was placed under arrest when he returned to Moscow earlier in the
0: week. Uh, Navalny had only just recovered from Novichok nerve agent poisoning, believed to have been placed in his underwear jar.
1: That is needlessly cruel. Yeah, that's Um, nasty. Fuck, don't fuck with Putin. We shouldn't even be doing this. Uh, The turnout must have caused concern for Putin, who had tried to basically scotch the nationwide protest by declaring the gatherings illegal and calling the jackboot thugs.
0: Uh, But still the people came, and I started watching this on social media as it unfolded first in the Pacific port of Vladivostok, where thousands Mm. turned out chanting, Putin is a thief.
1: Truer words have never been said, or mm. as I would say to Putin, "No, no, no." <laughs> this seemed to catch That's Putin's all, that police all off to you. guard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I would not be treading like this anyway. Luckily, he doesn't listen. Well, maybe he doesn't. Uh, so basically, <laughs> this caught police, uh, Putin's police, off guard. But as the protests grew across Russia's eleven time zones, it's, it's a big place. <laughs> big joint. This. Big joy really culminated in this huge rally where thousands took the streets in Moscow.
0: Yes, Joel, I did see some footage taken by protesters in central Siberia in Russia's third largest city, Novosibirsk, where Putin's wallopers weighed into the crowd making violent arrests. Mm-hmm. But there is something different about these protests. There was a real defiance and great courage shown, possibly by Russians who have been encouraged to see one wannabe dictator in Trump fall by the wayside.
1: Yeah, but Putin's a bit of a tougher nut to crack than uh, daddy-golf Trump. But mm, uh, yeah, I mean, the protest might be seen as a like a fairly big shift in the sentiment over in Russia. I, mean, I believe so. Putin has yes. a secret police apparatus, not even that secret, and all the tools of a totalitarian state at his disposal to try and put these quite courageous people, I wouldn't fucking do it, down and out. But we all know at the end of the day, like Arabs bringing all the other things before it, like... People power cannot be extinguished, not easily at least.
0: That's right. And, of course, Putin is a thief, a man with over $10 billion in his personal accounts, and that's just on the Mossack Fonseca revelation several years ago. He's a kleptocrat and a vicious tyrant, but maybe his time is coming. And other crime news, the largest and most powerful crime syndicate in the world is on trial.
1: Yeah, we're really treading on toes today. Let's, let's yeah, let's not get killed. Um, but, yeah, so in December 2019, Italian police rounded up 334 people, which is quite a few. These are lawyers, business people, accountants, a police chief, and the uh, president of the Calabria Mail Association, which mm. I didn't know existed until now, and a former member of the Italian parliament, on charges related to the Calabrian organized crime, uh, basically murder, murder and extortion. Murder. Yeah, extortion, yeah, the drug usual, dealing. The usual. The, the good stuff. Uh, mm the formal legal process against more than 470 people all up uh, is uh, underway and a maxi trial will soon move from Rome to a large courthouse being prepared for the occasion in Calabria in order to accommodate all the defendants and their lawyers like uh, like 700 buses worth.
0: Endrangheta, the Calabrian Mafia, is finally being brought to book and the outcome of the trial is going to be something to watch. And while mm. the Sicilian Mafia, La Cosa Nostra, captured our attention in movies like uh, The Godfather, Endrangheta was quietly building up its numbers and its contacts to become the real force in global organised crime. Endrangheta, sometimes referred to in Australia and elsewhere as the Honoured Society, has an estimated global turnover of around $70 billion. Mm. That makes it bigger than Australia's largest public company BHP Billiton. It has an estimated 80% of Europe's cocaine market. God, can you imagine the money?
1: Oh, it, mate, I wish I could invest in this firm. Like, do they pay dividends? Like, it, you know, it moves heroin.
0: Housing? It moves heroin into the US through processing plants in Guyana, in South America. It has formed coalitions of convenience with Mexico's cartels and with other transnational syndicates to globalise drug trafficking and launder money. Mm. The biggest problem they have is what to do with all their ill-gotten gains and yep. money has been washed uh, so that now andrangheta, which basically means man of honour, have significant holdings in commercial and residential property developments throughout Europe and the US. In Australia, they engage in drug trafficking and extortion rackets, often through the fruit and vegetable markets. 20 years ago, Coles and Woolies were paying and almost $2 million a year over fruit and veg packing rackets.
1: That is quite interesting, actually. And... Yes. Uh- and the trial is yet to begin with the prospect of those being convicted of serious mob-type offences being sent to prison to enjoy their sentences in solitary confinement, yes. which is a form of torture. A uh, move the Italians made you bring down the Sicilian mafia, mafia with great effect 20 years ago. I mean, fuck that. That would be not
0: nice. Yeah, that's how they do it, solitary confinement. And hats off to yeah. the police and prosecutors, uh, especially one Nicola Gratteri, the chief prose- uh, prosecutor in Calabria, who has devoted his life to bringing down this evil mob. The man lives his life in a virtual prison. His home, a compound, and his every move made under constant police guard. Ugh. And what happens next will be crucial, and we'll keep you informed. But Endrangedas, global power, has already taken a battering, and hopefully there's more of that to come.
1: Now, Jack, we will, will be taking a look at the Trumpster in our deeper dive, inevitably. But revelations are starting to drip out from his presidency, and it's painting a picture of a POTUS who
0: was <laughs> genuinely strange. Very a weird odd. guy. Very odd, Joel. Yes, the Trumpster is obsessed with badges. Now, here little friends from the woods in the Northern Hemisphere. Whether he likes them or not is hard to tell, but in a book soon to be released, Sinking in the Swamp, How Trump's Minions and Misfits Poisoned Washington, uh, the, the story is told that the Great Orange One would often break away from important discussions on national security and what have you to ask his then Chief of Staff, GOP Chairman Rince Priebus, what badgers do. Are they mean to other animals? Are they neat and tidy? Or do they throw their badger possessions all over the place? Trump also would ask Priebus, who hails from Wisconsin, where the badger is the state animal, if badgers had personalities or if, and I quote, they were boring. Jesus Christ, he's a fucking child.
1: And they're not, Jack, and neither is the Trump star, who when it came to discuss Middle Eastern policy or healthcare or Hell. whatever the fuck Kim Jong-un was up to, uh, everyone around the table would just have to wait while poor old Reigns Priebus would stammer his way through half-fucking-formed answers about badges (laughs) to keep the Trumpster happy. Like, what a fucking
0: baby. Uh, My no, God. And I, oh, and I look president. forward to more of these revelations about the Trumps' barely adequate intellectual capacity to run a 7-Eleven, let alone yeah. the free world jail. And that oh. takes us nicely into our new segment and sticks to this week's TCRP's theme on where the cult of Marga is today and if it will survive the serious kicking that is coming Donald Trump's way. It's time to look at our friends at the Betfair punters Trump Fraud Exposed Group... Are our favourite Trump punters getting on, job. What sort of serious mental illness has come their way after watching the gruesome image of Joe Biden, Bible in hand, taking the oath of office?
1: Yeah, our Trump punter mates have gone eerily quiet on the Telegram. It's been a very lively chat in the lead up to the inauguration with that wild speculation of what was to happen on the 20th of January. I mean, like, they were all over it. It was like messages every few seconds. Most people were convinced the National Guard troops were actually being moved in to set the stage for <laughs> mass arrests as opposed to keeping these fucking idiots away from the inauguration. And they basically, they were going to take down everyone, including Tom Hanks and Lady Gaga, who are incredibly
0: unpopular in yeah, QAnon. Circles. I know she survived. She survived. Yeah, pedophiles.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they've got a fucking story for that too. And uh, a few of them actually said they bought some bags of coke to uh, <laughs> stay up and celebrate the the coming of the storm, where like everyone they disagree with is like politically is executed on television in front of
0: them. <laughs> so when we didn't have the mass arrest and mass mass executions, Joel, how do they take it?
1: Oh, I don't know. I don't know how much coke that actually had at that point, but they did not take it well. Uh, and when inauguration basically went off without so much as a squeak, yeah. the mood was sour. There was Ooh. all this infighting, people Ouch. giving up hope, uh-uh. those giving up hope being told in no uncertain terms to fuck off for bringing <laughs> the mood down. Like as if the mood wasn't already like basically like a smoldering heat, funeral, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God.
0: I did come across one meme which took uh, my eye, Joel, and I'll read it out. Joe Biden is an illegitimately elected president and will only last a few weeks in office before Trump releases massive evidence of voter fraud and takes back the White House. Trump will be president for four more years. Lots of sort of muscular emojis and celebratory emojis Uh. following it. Keep the faith, the boy said. We will get paid by bet Fowler which you misspelled. <laughs> that was from David Ha. You fucking idiot, David. You're an absolute moron. You cannot even spell bet Fair. Come over here for a slapping. But he's hanging in there. And this is the thing we've got to love. We've got to love about, look, these people. They're absolute, absolutely resolute. And they're yeah. hanging in there. And they want everyone from the Fair Trumpers to do likewise.
1: Yeah, it's like almost like you can see the claw marks as they're being dragged out of the <laughs> you know reality. So despite this example of delusional confidence, most of them have kissed their money goodbye, at least in the short bye term. Bye.
0: Yeah,
1: and I figured this would test the metal of some of these people, and it really has. There's a lot of people just trying to figure out how to rebuild from here. I mean, some people really lost a lot of fucking money. Like they, these guys were not Ouch. kidding around. Yeah. but. The true believers are holding the line and so many of these bets are not next president but actually when Trump would leave the White House. (laughs) So they basically have to believe that Trump is still in the White House (laughs) and, you know, Biden isn't the president Mm. and... Basically, they're going to take one. the reins of the presidency again in March because of this whole ridiculous idea of like this subset nonsense about uh, being president of the republic as opposed to corporation of oh, America. And all that usual
0: incorporation bullshit. of the US of the a- defunct
1: corporation of America. <laughs> and but like, look, this is ridiculous. But if I had seventy five thousand dollars, or even some of these guys have more sitting on this, I would do a few backflips <laughs> to make it work. And I do feel sorry for these people. I some don't. of them have I lost everything. They're ruined. Like. It's like their kids are going to be like homeless. Like, this is fucked. But <laughs> the thing that really sucks about this is they lost everything because mostly they put their faith in a delusional moron occupying what is traditionally a trusted position of power.
0: Yeah, was a you modern, know, they backed yeah. the
1: wrong horse. Yeah, but the, the horse was telling them to back him.
0: Yeah, yeah. M- so they m-
1: really feel like they've been cheated.
0: Minor gap in their logic right there, yeah.
1: Ugh, it just it sucks. But despite all the ridiculous mental gymnastics involved in seeing Trump back in the West Wing somehow, they have another plan. They've got a backup plan. See, uh. Betfair gives the option to cash out of bets. And in this market, it was settled before they had the chance to take advantage of this. So there is a flaw, though. In nice. order for this to be profitable... The odds have to have gone down Damn. since you bet. Mm. So if you put a thousand bucks on 90 to one for him leaving the White House in 2025, you give it a couple of weeks, a bit of money comes in, and the odds say go down to like 60 to one. Mm. That's not bad because mm. you can then cash out your position and you can sell your stake. And you get around thirty thousand bucks. So this will be the basis for their class action lawsuit. Not having the opportunity to capitalise on this, uh, this, you know, this this, this early settlement.
0: Yes, yeah, so, so that, that's the thing. The odds did not go down. They actually went no. Out. So what <laughs> they, they, they fucking did. These wages are, are the handiwork of the degenerate gamblers who are addicted to Trump. So no, yep. guys, you can't sue or you can try and turn the, ex- yes. e- the exercise into an expensive failure. The yep. law is very specific about punting around the world. If you put your hard earned on the line and you obviously lose, your dough has gone into the bookies' bags as profit and that's all there is to it. Your bets are yep. insane and a donation to the gambling industry. I hope they send you a note of thanks uh, for putting their kids through the best schools because it was truly the easiest money they will make in a long oh, time. Yeah, true. And that takes us oh. to this. in what critics have described as pointless, unnecessary filler and 30 minutes of your life you'll <laughs> never get back. <laughs>
1: yeah, it sure. might be
0: true, but it is terribly unkind. It's our deeper dive on the Cult of Marga. Now Joel, uh, we'll be getting onto the onto the Trumpster fairly soon, but uh, attention has turned to number forty six, the duly elected POTUS. That's a real story. Yeah, What's Joe Biden yeah. been up to in his well, first out week?
1: Fairly uneventful inauguration. I didn't start for it. Um, no, nah, I I nah, uh, as much as I did want to see what Tom Hanks had to say, and uh, you know, <laughs> try and find some sort of and thing. And look, honestly, to saying so much shit. Well. Oh, I would love to have seen that because just seeing that, yeah, I, like, I did I, see the clip. Re-
0: she sang it really well. She sang, she sang yeah. "Star Spangled Banner" really well.
1: Well, you see, she's quite talented because she sold her soul to Satan. Um, <laughs> That's so right. uh, yeah. yeah, and when yeah. she uh, she drinks the adrenochrome just before the gig to make sure she's at peak condition, uh, so it's really good. Yeah, they fucking hate her. It's quite funny. But so once like, that was it, done,
0: once we'd moved on and Joe Biden walked into the Oval Office, he's been pretty busy.
1: He yeah, has been pretty busy. I mean, like, well, the thing that I was expecting the because, like, when you read enough Q and on stuff, and when you read enough, especially the betfair guys, I've been mean, really watching those guys a lot. You start getting a bit pilled and you start thinking maybe there will be something, like maybe something will happen, and nothing happens. So then he gets straight into business, and uh, you know there was obviously a lot of preparation because he went ahead and signed uh, thirty uh, executive orders.
0: That's right. Yes. Yeah. And, the and first just basically, one, well, the middle first one was. The first one was the US signing back on uh, on the Paris Climate Accord.
1: Yeah, good call. Uh, Happy with that. Um, yeah, that was heaps number aggressive one. progressive. Good shit. And what There's else? Some pretty cool stuff. Uh, look, reverse the Muslim travel ban, which is just a cooked weird policy.
0: Mm-hmm. Like nasty just piece such of a, racism. Just yeah, a, toilet a nasty thaw. piece of racism, you know, aimed at that, you know, that that that. Um, you know, white supremacist, you know, yeah, niche. Yeah, firing out know, the racist vote. That's, that's all it was. Which,
1: yeah, you know. Triggering, <laughs> let's triggering
0: face it. people who shouldn't be triggered as well. Yeah,
1: yeah. That's, that's fucking awful. And uh, then you've got lots and lots and lots of coronavirus stuff, really basic things that are really obvious. There's a yes. few mask mandates and things going on.
0: Yes, um, the mask mandate's an interesting one. Time. The executive order has very little legal status in terms of, um, in terms of uh, urging – well, Sorry,
1: it's a state's issue. So you know, it's, like it's all a state
0: a- law enforcement issue. All it, all it really uses yeah. a guideline, and and of course the Republicans just went, bah, you know, we're not going to do this anyway. They just threw their hands yeah. up and said, we're not going to support this anyway. So
1: it'll be a fucking mess. But it's a step yeah, it's in the right to direction. But I mean, as I mean it's the right to thing you know, to do. And and COVID the language,
0: the language that they use. I mean, you know, and their and the visuals that they use. I mean, Biden's always masked. They're always masked around him. You know. It, it, it sends the right signal. Whether it's adopted or not, you know, that's almost beyond a government's control. But we had yeah. uh, the reinforcement of legal status of DREAMers. That's uh, Those are children who have been born in the United States of illegal uh, immigrants, yeah. uh, known as DREAMers. And, it's just, and so it's
1: constitutionally to, valid. It's ridiculous.
0: Back to, sorry, back to the uh, Barack Obama days, uh, pre-Trump, and yeah. uh, and some other very satisfactory sort of moves in terms of immigration, opening up America, which is an immigrant nation and proudly so, yeah. Uh, and, and opening up to uh, to you know reducing these, it basically knocked over Trump's executive uh, actions yeah. himself, you know.
1: Which is good, and like they're also heading back into the World Health Organization. Yes, and that's right. And Doctor Doctor Fauci is going to become the head of the delegation. The uh, the enemy uh, of the people, Fauci, the worst guy to ever. I don't know
0: something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fuck? Well, of course, John Bannon said Anthony Fauci's uh, head should be on a pike outside uh, outside the White House. Oh, um, charming.
1: Steve's got a um, Steve got a pardon as well.
0: Oh, Bannon, yeah, Steve Bannon, yeah, yeah. that's right. So, so he's got a pardon, so he's, a, he's free so can to be continue doing saying she's. Yeah, you know, terrible things, saying what those terrible things. It. Um, but it isn't, isn't it pleasing to see uh, little Anthony Fauci you yeah, know, just happy again? You know, he's a happy yeah. boy. Uh, he Might said, well. he said of his uh, 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 work with the new administration that it was liberating. And I quote: "One of the yeah, new things in this administration is if you don't know the answer, don't guess." He said, "Just yep. say you don't know the answer." So. Uh, Anthony Fauci is having a wonderful, wonderful time again uh, and getting uh, getting the good message out there. It's yeah. very late, very late time for the United States with all the contingent be, yeah. issues around social distancing and mask wearing and so forth. You just wonder, you know, their economy is going to be in the toilet for a long so time. So much
1: damage has been done, so yeah. much damage. And the thing, like this weird thing about like, the Americans have always had that funny thing of like, you know, oh, what are you, some sort of book learner? Oh, do you read books, you fucking nerd? And that sort of, like, distrust of experts and that really weird thing where you'd rather listen to what, you know, like, buddy Taylor Swift has to say in politics as opposed to, like, a political science lecture yeah. or something like that. Mm-hmm. That sort of, like, disdain for experts, disdain for academia, disdain for intelligence, um, that has been absolutely amplified by the last four years of this fucking wow. idiot's presidency. I don't know. I think the Biden presidency is going to reverse Look,
0: there's, some of that. There's, there's obviously, you know, huge remnants of all of that sort of, you know, that that, that wasn't just a Trump thing, by the way. Um, oh, no, that's, no. He just amplified is, it. Yeah, this is... And
1: legitimised it as well. A
0: long mistrust of government um, in the United States. But the issue uh, or the, the prevailing sort of circumstances are that those who are sensible about dealing with the pandemic are going to be the ones who survive it uh, or the ones who aren't touched by it or less touched by it. Uh, yeah,
1: but then again, you've got those issues of socioeconomic status where people are touched by the pandemic as a result of having to go and work shit retail jobs yep. and they can't say no to shifts. Uh, you know, like it's it's tricky. And at the end of the day, they only make about 80 bucks for doing it per day. Like, I mean, Jesus. I oh, know. It's, so, it's yeah. terrible.
0: It's terrible. So that, and that is that is actually a Biden policy to raise the – um yeah. Raise the minimum wage up to what is essentially, what would essentially with a currency conversion be the Australian minimum wage. Um,
1: yeah, and, give or take a couple of bucks, not yeah, quite as, as high and, as ours.
0: And and that's going to be hugely contested. You know that's going to be hugely contested. Oh, the whinging is going to be just endless. Um, but it is, it is one of those things and, and, and look, they don't have the sorts of protections in our employment laws that that we that, that we do here, or, or no. that arose here, and we we had governments doing something about them.
1: And ours are shit. Theirs are just like, just basically like fire anyone you like. Mm. Don't worry about it. Like yeah. it's it's a slave state. Like if that. you're sick, it's just, just keep coming
0: on in. You know, I mean, we, you know, yeah. don't take the worst thing you can do is take a day off, and you and you'll you can't be afford it. Yeah, And, yeah. and they'll give you like anyway.
1: 19 hours if 20 hours is the amount they need to do to give you health insurance. Yeah, like, look, you have to say
0: that, that there's you know so much inaction on you yeah know, the, the first year of the pandemic in the United States is going to be absolutely devastating for its economy. Yeah. And, they, yeah. uh, and and for its people, I mean, you know, the the, the five hundred thousand, half million deaths will hit that probably around February or March, late February March, and yeah. uh, and then you know we've got another little milestone, and it's just sort of getting worse and worse and worse. Um, yeah.
1: The anti-vax machine and all those guys will be minimizing the COVID death rate as usual, making people terrified of the vaccine, doing all the usual shit to try and diminish this. But at the end of the day, if Biden's policies directly help people in need, especially if it does a few cash splashes, which I believe is going to be the case few yeah, of oh yeah. these $2,000 checks around the place mm-hmm. that are really obvious and people have them tangible. Now, of course, they're all going to try and give Donald Trump as much credit for anything that Biden does that's positive as much as possible. And they're going to spin everything to be as negative as possible. But there will be, surely there'll be some of these progressive policies that will touch a few of these people where they can't help but to be a little bit thankful uh, well uh, look, look,
0: i think we actually get there if if the vaccination is rolled out properly i think you'll actually get there a bit, you know around about that time that, that yeah that's when things potentially could change if they've got some very smart people working in the administration now in terms of the rollout of vac- of the vaccine across the country and um you know i, I read a bit about those people and had just how good they are at, at, at you know, delivering this service in yeah. a sort of mass, Just coordinating way. shit, and yeah. uh, and if they get that right, so you know, it's a big disparate place. But if they get it right in certain parts, then other parts are going to come along. You know, so, yeah.
1: so and as time goes on, and no one's dying. I mean, like mm-hmm. anti-vaxxers are saying that they are, but they're not. Uh, they just randomly throw things out. Like thousands of people are dying. It's like who? It's like oh, just th- just just people. Uh, you know, <laughs> just, just stuff and things. Yeah, oh, oh, yeah.
0: And that didn't make the news. You know, <laughs> They yeah. wouldn't made the news. Yeah,
1: their grip on the sort of misinformation market there, I think, is going to be very difficult. They are very talented at uh, basically being you know professional fuckwits, but. I think it's going to be a big challenge for them to stay relevant. And as we were saying yeah, in the, uh, um, so in we've the past about this. this is a big watershed moment for these yep. guys. And I just don't think they're going to pull it off. But look, they've surprised me in the past. <laughs> they're very good, yeah, well, sadly. Yeah,
0: re- resilient, uh, if nothing oh, else. Look, the, look, that's right. We've talked about this, but the, it, it may well go beyond anti-vaccination. I'm not suggesting this is... You know the, the, the sorts of things we require from Joe Biden in his in his first and probably only um, uh, term as president. That then <clears throat> it's that you know not just the anti-vax movement, but the entire sort of shall we say irrational movement will yeah. will basically start diminishing. You know, will start losing its pull and its power. Um, it's and that's to. because not being legitimised by the in a way. Yeah,
1: yeah. Like I mean, you know, at the end of the day. You had this bizarre thing where Trump would say in a debate that it's a little bit suspicious that babies will go in and get vaccination shots and come out different. Now there's no. Basis uh, he said what that on Twitter.
0: Saying. He said that on Twitter, I think about 2014, well before he became a candidate, but it was just it showed. This- he said
1: it on stage in the, in one of the debates. He was saying how beautiful babies, beautiful babies, go in and they come out and they're you know then they're different.
0: Um, uh, well, you know, yeah, after look, vaccination. He, he, the 2014 tweet was the um, was the one where he made the direct link between um, uh, between vaccination and autism, which is absolutely disgraceful. It was well before he yeah. became a candidate and he should have been held to account on it, but of course he wasn't, you know. I and mean, it just you, got, you, gave this I, huge I don't, I don't recall base. him discussing it publicly, but he should have been asked on it repeatedly. Yeah, um,
1: Biden's not gonna do shit like that. He just he just won't nod to anti vaxxers. I don't know if he's gonna come out swinging with anti-vaxxers, but I would like a little bit of uh, you know, anti vaccine sentiment is Malarkey sort of thing. But honestly, I think it'll just poke the bear anyway. So you may as well just sort of hope
0: that they just sort of uh seeing a lot of them, seeing a lot of them deplatformed, you know, through major yeah. social media sites. That yeah. that's gonna that's gonna have an impact gone. too. I mean it's no great one, to watch. Yeah. God yeah. It, relieving. And, and so we are, you know, we are really on the cusp of something great, you know, globally quite yeah. great that comes out of, you know, a, a, I'm a, a horrific sort of episode like a pandemic. I mean, that, yeah, you know, that we return like- to sort of knowledge and science and rationality. Yeah.
1: And just, like, intelligent people in important roles in government as opposed to just, like, fucking Scaramucci and just, like, random mates. Like, oh, I was I met this guy in a bar a while ago. He seemed nice. Let's make him Secretary of State. Like, what the fuck? Like, wasn't stop doing that.
0: I met him in a bar. It was like, you know, this guy's forked in, you know, $4 million to my campaign Oh, fund. yeah. So or he I'll says make, nice I'll things ma- about me in public. Him, you know, you know I make him ambassador to the EU, you know, that sort of that's it. Look, yeah. to be fair, the, the Democrats do it all the time too. So oh, we're, we're yeah. about to see—we're about to see a new Australia, U.S. ambassador to Australia come here. He's almost certainly going to be a Biden appointee. Joe Biden's going to smile yeah. and say lovely things about Australia and how we've always been together. and... All yep. those sorts of things. So there's a alliance, alliance, blah, blah, yeah, yeah, and <laughs> um, it's it's a good thing for Australia, and and, yeah. and really Australia's strategic interests are all about um, American military naval power in the Pacific, uh, yeah. and and that's where we need to position them. You know, that, this is why it was a good move to have the Marines come um, to uh, to Darwin. And yeah. train there uh, yeah. in big numbers, and you know these things have to be have to be sorted out. I mean, it's not yeah. because not just because we're being pushed uh, around by China, but if you're going to pick a side between America and China, I know which one I'd, I'd pick. Yeah, you know against yeah. the um, totally evil the same tot- way. totalitarian totalitarian government. They're not very in, nice. It's in the business of uh, making its citizens disappear and trying them for asking hard questions. That, of the regime yeah. you know or even easy ones you know they've uh, set
1: biden up for a fall uh, either way he does this because basically they're you know they're all saying oh you know biden's in the pocket of china i've got no reason to believe that i don't see any merit in that claim i think it's just a a random attack
0: well this is something the gop tried to put around during the campaign that the biden was some you know sort of puppet of xi jinping and and china and and Certainly so plenty to do with China, but anyone at that level of politics, historically, is going to have plenty to do with China. And, and indeed, so did Donald Trump. Um, Donald Trump was... Um, uh, so, so basically soft on on the pandemic early on because, as he yeah. told everybody, and this is on the public record, I mean, you know, he said, you know, Xi Jinping's got this under control. He's doing a wonderful job. He's doing a great job, the best job and all that sort of stuff. And so, yeah. you know, I'm very, very confident. And that was because Trump wanted to put together a trade deal that would sort out some of the problems he'd created for himself with, um, yeah. with uh, ratcheting up, uh, a tr- well, basically creating a trade war with China. Um, and, like,
1: a huge part of his platform was basically like, you know, not, stopping China from taking the piss uh, economically, which a lot of it is around the fact they have state control of their economics. And let's face it, they're an absolute poster for why communism works better than capitalism.
0: You can just imagine but, yeah. this. You can just imagine the conversation. You know, Rebus just finished his, his explanation about whether badges were tidy or yes. not. And then, yeah. and then Trump looks at, looks at figures, which basically, you know, the balance of trade between China and America. So, so why, why aren't we winning this? And yeah. uh, well, it's not really like that. Basically, <laughs> what he did, yeah. he goes, well, "Well, why don't we just put tariffs up, and that way, you know, we'll have the we'll have the balance of trade." And all it does, all tariffs basically do, is create taxes. It's like a tax on your own country, on your own yeah. people. And- yeah, a
1: lot <laughs> of the money that um, the, the they were spending uh, in agriculture was subsidies given to yeah, farmers that could no longer sell their, to, their shit to China, yeah, they- keeping them like afloat.
0: Just you know, handled very very well in Catch Twenty Two. whose major major major's father uh, was was uh, had made a fortune out of not growing. Oh, I can't remember what it is. Uh, not growing sorghum, I think. Not growing sorghum, um, and and living off U.S. <laughs> rural subsidies. But they had to subsidize those people, the, the, those farmers who had basically lost their markets to China. You know, yeah. there was a response from the Chinese too. So that just made everyone else's stuff expensive, manufacturing goods and all that sort of stuff. Like there was a text, no certainty. There was zero own certainty.
1: It's absolutely you insane. You and,
0: can't do it. And- like
1: The main thing you got to do is you've got to promise industry that conditions will be stable regardless of the trade war. And he oh. didn't do that because subsidizing industry outside of agriculture is seen, seen as some sort of communist thing and, and not done. And it's <laughs> done because I'm sorry, but if you are going to fuck around with trade wars, confidence in the market is Everything, yeah. And if the market doesn't have confidence, they do not do stuff because they don't know if conditions are going to change. That kind of certainty is oh, completely that, lacking in the Trump that's administration.
0: Stability, that stability <laughs> is, reco- sucks at business. is required in geopolitics. If The, China, the Chinese probably are saying, yeah, we're, we're looking forward to Joe Biden being president. Yeah. And that might be perceived in a dark way, but all they're really saying is, is well, we'd welcome the stability. You know, yeah, we don't
1: want to have a lunatic in the bloody West Wing anymore. Fair yeah. enough.
0: Yeah, I, I, I think the, uh, the the grand banquets are over with Kim Jong Un too. I, I mean, I can't see that sort of policy being being uh, shifted no. shifted around. It'd be interesting to see what he gets up to. Uh, didn't he just have a round of mass executions and um, oh God, and then an apology over some of the policies that you know that had made all those people starve, those <laughs> millions of people starve. Um, yeah, just casually. So things aren't going all that swimmingly over there, but
1: yeah. um, while he's eating raclette for breakfast, <laughs> it's
0: Jesus it's Christ. totally weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, sending a plane over to Tokyo to pick him up Burger King. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. So, so look. Uh, the Chinese are probably quite happy that Biden's in the White House only because, you know, we've, we've got a stable guy that if if they say one thing and we say the other, basically everyone understands where everyone, where everyone stands, right? Yeah, and
1: there's, like, there's this transitional period where everything's going to be up in the air and there's going to be lots of misinformation and, you know, the Q kids are still going to be hammering on about, you know, March inaugurations for Trump and all this sort of thing. But as time goes over, uh, you know, people will... Move on. They'll either forget about Trump or consciously decide that he's a bit of a fuckwit, and uh, and you know, and and things will kind of go back to normal. By the sounds of things, I hope. I'm actually quite bored of the sideshow. It was fun, but like I'm tired.
0: I think that's what Americans are actually voted for. To be honest. Um, a yeah. return to boring, boring predictability b- boring politics boring um, basic
1: corruption as opposed to elaborate fancy
0: corruption yeah turn up at the basketball and wave and and all that sort of stuff but yeah, we just want still
1: jobs for mates but at the same time like, it's want, not as yeah we just
0: weird. we just want things to just be a little bit normal that that was that <laughs> was a sense i mean i did hear the expression used and and probably not by a trump follower who who'd who, Change, but someone who's working in Washington saying, basically every day it's like going past a car crash. Yeah, uh, and and you see every every morning you drive to work you see a car crash, and and the one thing you wish for after you know four years of this is that you drive uh, you drive to work in the morning and don't see a car accident, and that's yeah. and that's kind of where you know where that we really are. Really sums now. it up. Yeah, it really does.
1: And like you know, at this point, surely. All the uh, several people who voted for Trump must be regretting their decision. Oh look,
0: I mean, look, this is what's going to happen to Trump. I said, I'm not the only one, but I have said, I have predicted he'll just disappear, and and we're starting to see his support crumble, and we saw it really from the November three election, from the centre, people were going, why aren't you accepting the result? Right, yeah. So, so he was able to pill some people. There is no doubt about that. While others just said, "Just accept the result, will you?" You know, yeah.
1: Stop carrying and, on, and, your child.
0: And so the that we might call that the sort of centre sector. And then yeah. when we get out to the right, I saw some really interesting things this week. I saw the proud boys; they were doing some heavy posting, giving the Donald a hard time, That's uh, calling him weak, and uh, urging uh, urging the, the the proud boys to uh, walk away from him. And that's significant. So the rights falling off him. So he's got the old pincer movement. You know the war on yeah. two fronts going on. And where are the
1: where are the proud boys going to go? Like where are they taking their like their precious votes? Like you know he's the most it's not authoritarian I mean, shitty that, that, person. Don't they like they can the find. Praetorian.
0: Don't like his Praetorian guard. Uh, yeah. and, and, and so so it's not the votes. It's it's the violence and and and. And, and publicity that they attract around the violence. Yeah, so, so, and it's
1: also having an organised wing that can, you know, sort of just
0: do shit. Yeah, and and that, yes, I mean, that's one thing that you would say about them because they are a neo-Nazi group, they are bloody well organised, but the, it, yeah. it was really interesting to see them drop off. Now, we haven't seen that so much in QAnon. I did have a look at QAnon after... Uh, some of the QAnon haunts after uh, the inauguration, and yes, yeah. there was there was some noise. People saying we've been had, you know, we've been tricked. Yeah, the here.
1: there's yeah. I was expecting more of that, to be honest. Yeah, uh, I think a lot of people are holding the line over this idea that the you know that biden is being sworn in as a president of the defunct corporation of the united states of america and that defunct corporation is the 46th president he'll be the 19th president <laughs> of the republic which i don't know how this is it's just absolute nonsense yeah but it is people are holding quite firm on this they really do think the military has this whole thing taken care of and that the military is on Trump's side and march <laughs> march is it but then after march like are they going to move the goalposts again like
0: the goalposts well, course, shifted course, to inauguration day of course days. we know they will but they will to wow. a, di- a diminishing group of followers every time yeah. that's that's my point so it's not just I the church that's, take that's, big that's losing his support uh, people will in, lose, lose faith in march Oh, look, I think, and I think a lot, well, I think a fair number have. And you have to remember that some of these guys, QAnon people particularly, so pilled, so rusted on, that they'll so need to peeled. be, you know, professionally deprogrammed. Yeah, um, we did offer our services in that regard, didn't we? Last week we did. Uh, and uh, you know, yeah. the,
1: the, and the plastic cricket bats, uh, just just over there. Oh, you know, I'm it's uh, used- it's a nice I'm shade not- of yellow.
0: I'm not using a plastic cricket bat, Joe. Come on.
1: Oh, come on! You've got to start going. And- I want to pick your up-, way up.
0: I want to pick up the gun and more and just go hard. Um- want to get some good English willow onto the case, do you? <laughs> good stuff. Plastic bats. that's just that's just a slapping. Um, yeah. No, no, well. If you got if you got to deprogram QAnon people, you know it's got it's got to be. It's got to be the cricket bat, you know. Good gotta fifteen minutes, yeah. Good fifteen minutes on the air every hour. And, um, and they're just going to have a rough or time. Or later, yeah, but that's it'll what, be that's a shit I mean. year for them. That's what I mean. Now, you know, some some of these people really have to be deprogrammed. Yeah,
1: uh, and, and, and in like, order you know, to be
0: le- you know less harmful. Um, Their whole
1: world has just crumbled in front of them because they've set mm. themselves up with this identity, which basically revolves around Trump's existence as a political sort of deity and all of this media they consume, your Lin Woods and all these sort of characters, that they just, they absolutely just hang off every word they say. And now it's all sort of gone. Like Lynn yeah. Wood is getting chased out of the bar and basically mm. being discredited. The guy's fucked. And- <laughs> Most of their idols are either deplatformed, uh, you know, quietly yeah. becoming irrelevant. And it's like, it's just, I think it's going to be like a three to six month process where quite a lot of this stuff does vanish. And then you've got this interesting thing, which uh, I've noticed on Twitter, and I'm not going to name any names, but I have been, um, you know, sort of watching this where QAnon researchers and people who report on QAnon and things like that, they look desperate for this to continue going. They have a career. They have, a, grifting, a, you know, raise on debt, yeah. and well, yeah. I mean, like it's getting to that point where it feels like they're becoming grifters because before it was like oh, they yeah. were interesting Q on researchers, and now they're almost like trying to like stay relevant, but like in a mm. desperate and almost toxic kind of way.
0: Mm. Oh, look, it's weird. Uh, it's weird well, to we watch. We certainly haven't haven't heard. Uh, the last from Q and on, and really the the thing could just still go down in flames, very very spectacularly and badly. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> but what we have seen is some people who might have been attached to the group, having some sympathy towards it, uh, you know, being driven by that motivating force of saving children. That that you know that sort of yeah. Those guys will still be
1: standing stuff. around, you know, holiday Weird, Pedo Wood, yeah. all that sort of nonsense. Yeah. I'm surely they're not going to just suddenly go. Oh, hold on. Maybe they're not hados. Yeah, not, like, not
0: the rusted-ons. That, no, that's, that's yeah. definitely true. But it was nice to see some of their numbers drop off uh, after the inauguration. I mean, some people do still, that proves that some of them had, had some sort of, you know, sort of still clinging vaguely to reality. Yeah, um,
1: like the, 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 the Marga cult will drop in numbers heavily. I think the Pastel Q, Save the Children types yeah. are going to be, uh, I wouldn't say galvanised, but I think they're going to kick back on the the move toward Biden, they're going to be convinced that Biden's fiddling kids under the beneath the White House, and they're going to make up a whole bunch of really trashy shit about it. Yeah. But I don't think they're leaving. I think the Save the Children rally is going to absolutely continue. Um, but I think they'll stop talking about Trump. But I think they'll still be saying that Q sent them. Uh, well, I mean, but Q's dead anyway. I mean, dead. like the guy's someone not posting. Like, yeah. And and Ron Watkins has said, like, okay, that was exactly. fun. You know, let's stop. And let's face it. It's probably Ron who's doing the cue drops. It, yeah, so at the a, end of the
0: day, I mean, it was it was like, he, the you know, he got yelled. It, it was fun while it lasted. Uh, on moving yeah. on during the week, didn't he? And, and so, so at least we know he's got some sort of grasp of reality and saying, oh, "I'm not wasting my time on this anymore." I mean, the things yeah. moved on. So you and know, jumping
1: before is pushed, I think, because let's face it. Like I would be very much. Uh, thinking about when, not if, the FBI or the CIA are going to come over to Japan and knock on his door and say, hey, Ron,
0: can we have a chat? Yeah, come on, let's come and a have a chat. In a very well-lit and room. I, and look, I tell you what, if the FBI are going to do that, they're going to take all that uh, trouble to go to Japan and pick him up. And they might be having a look at Bannon. Uh, yeah, well, he's uh, a free man now. Well, he's been parted for offences he's committed, not for, 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 for he's com- been convicted of but not yeah. the ones that he's uh, actually committed. So uh, you could argue that he's committed. So what role he played in, in establishing this kind of PSYOP, which is right down his alley. Roger Absolutely. Stone is Roger another Stone, one the yeah. FBI should be having a look at yeah, um, or a talk to. Yeah, it's got his fingerprints all over it. He was basically running around addressing all this. You've got a couple of congresswomen too have got some big problems. So if we actually had a quiet week this week, I I think a lot of it was down to FBI head down, bum up, looking at some very, very serious business. We did see um, a report uh, that that Trump had intended to replace his acting attorney general um, and uh, replace it with one of his... uh, with one of his lackeys, so he would be able yeah. to have federally funded his 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 uh, uh, his uh, actions against the state electoral um, uh, bodies, uh, you know, in yeah. those contended states. My and, lack of um, surprise, yeah. And, and apparently, apparently, everyone in the office just said, "No, no, no. If you do that, we're out." And so he pulled away from it. But they'll be looking yeah. long and hard at, at Trump, and and really. So I, I thought perhaps. Couple of weeks ago, that, uh, uh, that the Democrats might just be satisfied with impeaching him for the second time, and, and the trial wouldn't continue into the Senate, but it will. Yeah, uh, and it might get up. Look, it it will under new Senate numbers, so that makes it a little bit easier to convict. And um, and easier, you just wonder, you just wonder what the view of the Republican Party is going to be towards Trump. Trump would need to be very, very quiet, I would think, over the next couple of weeks if he if he starts. Um, uh, chip, chirping away then, uh, and he can't really because he's not back on social media um, yes. then I think people like McConnell might say well let's just cut this bloke to, you know, let's just cut this black in half you know, we'd, we'd just yeah. draw a quarter and, uh, and, and the, the conviction would be absolutely and utterly unique it would strip him of all essentially all um, presidential entitlements including yeah. the secret service that he hired uh, to be paid by the American taxpayer to protect his family, uh, <coughs> extended family, that is, you know, the kids, yeah. the, the you know, all that sort of stuff. And that, that's just completely, un, completely unheard of. Um, yeah. But he would not have access to those things. Uh, he would not have access to any government pension, not that that's probably going to matter too much to him. And, of course, he would not be allowed to run again. Yeah, which I think, yeah. It. So I think it give a lot of Republicans a lot of peace of mind. And just what the Republicans are going to do about it, how they're going to respond, in what number? I suspect they'll do the old, oh come on, let's uh, let's just you know, spirit of forgiveness and and peace. Yeah. And, or you know, I a bit of healing. Up. Come on, let's it's all, too
1: much. It's yeah. too many. Too many uh, It's a last portion. They of won't dinner. go
0: through with it, and and they'll vote against conviction. Of course, they need. Um, not thirds, quite two huh? thirds majority, but yeah. So they need they'll a lot. need yeah they'll need I think I said thirteen or fourteen to cross to cross the floor. Yeah, I think
1: I think I heard the number seventeen. I don't know, but it's a lot. I think right. It's a decent amount. So
0: we'll see how that goes. Um, I think under the new senate uh, arrangements, it's thirteen. So, so, uh, but not entirely sure. It, it's not as it's improbable not as, as it would have been certainly a year ago. Uh, yeah. And it just depends on what the mood of the Republican Party is to see how that goes, you know. Yeah, um, yeah, true. But that's something that is going to keep him absolutely locked up. Um, yeah. And uh, he'll be just going mad, just be grabbing people at mar lago and just screaming at them. Uh, yeah. Oh, he's going to be unhinged as shit. I would not yeah. want to be around oh, him. I'm, I'm, I'm almost 100% certain that he's finished. And, and that his yeah. political career is over that doesn't I would say mean so. his kids won't try but oh god i think, off, I think when they've looked at don't. you know how the trump brand's going they might just want to disappear somewhere get a big yeah. plot of land in montana and go and live there
1: That would be a very very wise move i think that would be a very very wise move yeah. um so we had Bernie Sanders at the inauguration wearing his <laughs> giant mittens, which everyone seems to have, like, done backflips just, over. I don't yeah. even find it that funny, but I love that people do. It's, uh, yeah, yeah. I just like Look, when Bernie's
0: It's one of those things. Initially, it wasn't that funny, but then, you, you know, the the memes get better and better. and, and So memes, many. Yeah. It's just
1: so far-reaching. It's one of the, the things that I really did not see coming. I love the fact that um, – that Bernie has like a really strong role in the in the new White House uh, in the new administration, and I'm looking forward to seeing how that plays out. Because you know, if he's got the ability to do stuff, he will he will use it. Well, I mean, like if they give him a role, he's yeah, going to fulfill maybe. it. I mean, he's not he's not one to fuck around. I mean, but we'll it, see what happens.
0: If, if you're going yeah, if you're going to speculate, you might say that might be the first dummy spit in the Biden administration that that Bernie, you know, cracks the shits over something and and walks away and a big and yeah, a big noise it's doing plausible. It. It's quite. We'll see what it's happens. possible. We'll see what happens. But it's been a we'll big week for Joe. And uh, meanwhile, the Donald Trump, the, the Donald, uh, having a very, very quiet one. He did uh, issue a few pardons on the way. Well over a hundred. Yes. And <laughs> uh, <laughs> and two, you know a bigger bunch of crooks you'd, you'd ever seen probably since Clinton. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, so yeah, many people, good, yeah. <laughs> including some very, uh, very ordinary types. But uh, Joe Exotic didn't get a yeah. Didn't
1: get it. Did, Did not get it.
0: Didn't get a Guernsey.
1: Very funny. Very, and like-
0: very sad. That poor old Joe. He's, he's had the COVID in the slammer um, oh. and uh, he's pulled through that and uh, <laughs> he thought he was a late amazer to get a pardon from Trump. He even had the limo pull up outside yeah, the slammer.
1: Yeah, the limo of fortune apparently but uh, you know <laughs> it's just it's so american to have joe fucking exotic as like the you know the guy who was lined up for it but the funny thing of course is the fact that it didn't happen and the way in which the entire thing just became just yeah. an embarrassing farce
0: oh look uh, will Wayne, uh, who was on uh, drug and firearms charges he got one but yeah. uh, Joe, Joe Exotic uh, has gone away for uh, basically a uh, contract killing, um, yep. <laughs> or contracting someone to murder someone on his behalf.
1: Yep, uh, which it missed appears out, he's readily really guilty me, of.
0: Isn't it? Isn't that really just something you'd like to draw a line under and say, "Well, that <laughs> was the Trump presidency, really." In a nutshell. Quite, it was whether it up, Joe Exotic it? or Lil Wayne would get a pardon. That's what yeah. that's what the news yeah. came down as, you know.
1: That was on it. And like Julian Assange was on no list, but because of the fact that there's the whole thing of like, you know, oh the deep state, you know, Trump's fighting the deep state, blah blah blah. Mm. No bigger folk hero of conspiracy theorists than Julian Assange, who did not get a pardon. Hello,
0: Jules. And- yeah, the, the clocks just started sorry, running. But clocks just started running on, on him to He'd be and, uh, feeling
1: very unsettled, but like look, if Trump was this white hat, benevolent guy, hmm. Assange would have got a pardon. The big the best take I've seen on this is that he didn't do it because he's gonna do it in his second term when go. all everything gets straightened out. So these Jules guys be, who okay. are just coping. So hard. I like, no, no, no. no. Trump will pardon Julian Assange, but it's all happening behind the scenes. Don't worry. You know, trust the plan. Fuck off. Trust the plan. Trump doesn't care about Julian Assange because Trump is not the hero you think he is. And he doesn't, he only pays lip service to you fuckers because you vote for him. I mean, like.
0: Yes. No, we talked about the FBI uh, pulling up a few, like Roger Stone and. And uh, one or two others, and uh, yeah, I think they might would mind having a word with Julian Assange as well, because he, there was definitely some involvement going on there. Um, and Assange, basically, his his hatred of Hillary Clinton so blinded him that he became yeah. basically a distributor uh, of of basically Russian propaganda. Yeah. Um, and, to, and 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 activism uh, that spilled yep. into the 2016 uh, presidential election campaign. So he he's got some he's got some questions to answer the there. it no, hasn't been well, Jules. And frankly, I don't understand why there's this free Julian Assange movement. I I, I really don't get that at all. I mean, the, the idea that he is a journalist just in in, in search of a greater truth, it, it might have been plausible. 10 years ago, it's not now. It's not now. I certainly Um,
1: mean, like, I think he really did fuck it when it came to that whole, you know, sort of sabotaging uh, Hillary Clinton and all this sort of stuff and just generally sort of, you know, treading over the line a little bit. I do find it difficult to swallow the idea that whistleblowers are criminals and I'm not a big fan of that sort of thing. But the other thing with Julian Assange and that sort of thing is that this is a very complex story, and I think a lot of people who talk about it don't know what they're talking about, and I think I'm one of them. So, like you know, I don't want to make any sweeping statements. Well, we should have a crack at it. It's, it's a
0: big thing. I mean, I just don't competent. see him as a, a – certainly was a whistleblower. the 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 things that the things that are after him now, the 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 outstanding matters he's got, uh, is conspiracy to basically lift material uh, out of. Uh, U.S. military and intelligence uh, databases, yeah. and you know that that's that's more the whistleblowing type stuff. But his behaviour in the last well seven or eight years and and leading up to the Trump campaign is just really really strange. I mean, Mike Pompeo described Assange as basically running a non-state intelligence agency, and that's yeah okay. That's not journalism, and that's not truth telling. Now Pompeo's got. All sorts of motivations, but he, uh, he's yes. actually right about that. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> anyway, that's a that's a topic for another time.
1: Yeah. Uh, I just so.
0: just want to go back to impeachment and uh, yep. and the prospects there, and this tells you kind of where Donald Trump is politically. too. Um, Rudy Giuliani <laughs> has been given has been given the elbow. Um, he he yeah. will not represent the Trump at the Trump start in his defence in his Senate trial. So that would mean basically... I don't know if the Trumpster's even going to turn up, but someone's going to have to act on his behalf. Uh, and Giuliani was on the team and he's been sort of... or the, the hinted at team, but it, but he has been it uh, de- has been declined. Just to take that edge of crazy off the proceedings, it's probably not a bad move. Uh, the Trumpster still has Alan Dershowitz... On, on his uh, Ooh, team. In fact, that's pretty much the gross. most the most senior it gets. Alan Dershowitz, for those who don't know, is yeah. the, um, oh, shall we say, he's basically a Harvard Law professor uh, who is also accused of pedophilia. So, yep. you know, when you're being impe sorry, not impeached, when you're being convicted in in the Senate, uh, that's the time when you say, okay, you know, Alan you know, this this is the time I want an accused paedophile yep. defending me. I mean, it's just so yep. bizarre. And 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 the other thing is, you know, there are no there there are no big firms, and not even you know, <laughs> you know, your average conveyancer mm-hmm. is basically putting their hands up and saying, "I'll, I'll help you fight this."
1: Yeah. It's just like, it's ridiculous. And the thing that really shits with this is I actually didn't know that Dershowitz was a part of this until today. Mm. And it's just astounding to think that these fucking idiots are saying that Donald Trump is the protector of children from pedophores in Hollywood. And there's a guy who openly talks about going into uh, the change rooms of Miss America pageants that he does, yeah. who have girls that are as young as 15 years old. Here's a guy who hung out with Jeffrey Epstein extensively. And now- it's like, oh, yeah, by the way, my buddy alleged pedophile uh, mate is going to be uh, representing
0: me. As did Fuck Alan Dershowitz, what? and that's where- When
1: do you draw the line that Trump is not the hero of the children? <laughs> this should be the line. Being mates with Dershowitz says I am completely okay with the idea of fucking children, and I'm sorry- but, like, if you well, uh, a the Children guy.
0: disputes, disputes the allegations because oh, he's I'm an accused sure he pedophile. And I um, will
1: say allegedly for days. But, you know, I have my suspicions.
0: And those uh, allegations about Alan uh, Dershowitz uh, come from uh, uh, Virginia Roberts-Geefer uh yeah. who's uh, made other allegations um I had a in pretty rough time Jeffrey Epstein's pedophilia and and, uh, yeah. and whether Ghislaine Maxwell has been involved in that and yeah. also in, re- in regard to uh, Prince Andrew uh, Yeah, yeah he's got some questions to answer there Oof. so there you go the trump star he's had a very short list of lawyers to look after him so he's gone the pedophile yep. he's left the crazy out he's put the crazy on the bench rudy yep have a and, spell uh, and kept you, your uh, and we'll just get we'll get uh, a man who's been accused of paedophilia getting out to get out there and, yeah. <laughs> and save and my reputation.
1: Watch the QAnon crowd just completely ignore this it's, massive it's be crazy. nod. Toward it's a, it's banging a, kids.
0: It's just, an extraordinary collision of, just, of crazy. Just, yeah,
1: yeah. and they just won't care. They won't give a flying fuck, and they'll know about it too. I mean, these guys are across everybody move that Trump does, and this is just one of them they're just going to be okay with because no one has screamed at them about it. So they'll just go, oh, okay, it can't be anything to worry about. Trust the plan. Just mm. stop trusting the plan. He isn't on your side. <laughs> Well, that's enough about the fake president of the defunct corporation <laughs> of the United States of America. We need to look back to look forward, and we all look forward to looking back on what America's favorite son is up to, mm. or at least what he's attempting. Yes. He's doing something, he, and he's someone's favorite, I suppose. America's uh, maybe a part. Let's just check in on the perpetual fuck up, Eric Trump. <laughs> he's like. <laughs>
0: Look, I've been very worried about Eric Trump and how, and indeed if, he'll cope with the catastrophic blow to the Trump name, the Trump family reputation, the Trump brand over the last two months. Eric is a good looking boy, so he's got that going for him. But as it turns out, there's very little else in terms of basic human intelligence. Mm. It hasn't been easy for Eric. We've got a toaster oven that's smarter than you, the great orange one would often tell him. It has a clock in it. (laughs) <laughs> but I shouldn't have worried because Eric has bounced out of the blocks and staggered oh. through the smouldering debris of the Trump empire and oh. shown some get-up-and-go and come up with an idea that wasn't his and bunged it out as his own <laughs> mighty website called Trump Store. Oh, how do you think uh, that? I've had, a, I've had a good look through it, Joel, and believe me, there's something there for everyone. Look, right now, it might be it might be a bit of a slow day for Trump bath salts, pack of six <laughs> for $60, but Junior Squeeze, Guilfoyle was popped some of her favorite products in, including a large penis prosthesis, $280 discreet packaging extra, that made Eric giggle before he ran away crying. Yeah. The truth be told, Eric hasn't been let anywhere near the family business since he tried to put his penis in an electrical socket back when his dad, who he loves, love, love your, you could dad. make a quid out of couldn't make a quid out, <laughs> out of running a casino in Atlantic City. Obviously, Eric's penis didn't fit in the socket. The holes were way too big. But it did spark an electric electrical fire in the Don's Taj Mahal Casino, which sadly didn't cause enough damage to write the whole thing off and let Donald claim the lot on insurance. Oh,
1: never. Just a and that's
0: why Eric cries whenever the Donald throws Trump candles, $140 for a set of three, not including postage and packaging, every time he sees him. But Eric is a good-looking boy, although he's got that foot thing and tries hard as uh, the plastic surgeons might. They've never quite come to grips with that funny eye of his. No. no. Oh, man. But he does love his dad. Oh, love your dad. You, dad. And now it's time for this segment, an important part of the conditional release program. So important that I know all our listeners have undertaken a six month crash course in Pittman shorthand just so they can write it all down and then read it over and over to themselves again later. It's The Week in Pete Evans. <laughs>
1: not been such a huge week in Peter Evans' this week. Not huge. No. See, it was meant to be, but it wasn't uh, and isn't because nothing happens. Really not nothing th- happened. the way that he was fucking describing it, at least. Mm-hmm. So, Peter's been adamant that Trump has won, the election fraud, blah, 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 and has all the same ridiculous pill beliefs as our fan mates, you know, mass arrests, all this sort of bullshit. Yeah. So, he's been pushing that idea. The mass arrests are coming on inauguration day. Get the popcorn out it's going to be great but he's been pushing this line so hard that it was always going to be really embarrassing when and if and how he was wrong <laughs> yeah. so now what like and a that, retraction an explanation no that's not our Pete no, he's just kind of pretending he's, he's not going to do like, that yeah he's just like sort of like oh, what are you talking about man Like, uh, <laughs> and just posting more recipes than usual like yeah. if you look at his Instagram there's like a, you know like a couple of salads and a, and, a, and a loaf of bread and I'm like wow yeah you really like you're your shifting fucking gears now that being said, Pete is still like posting the usual trash on his Telegram, but this oh, is yeah. like no brainer shit. He's just sharing from fucking David Ricardo Wolf, and it's the usual anti-vax bullshit. And these yeah. basic American patriot memes—I don't even think he really knows what they mean. <laughs> but old prediction: Pete is giving his crystal ball a little bit of a rest because it's been playing up recently, and yeah. you know, getting everything, everything. wrong, everything, wrong. everything. It's just so. <laughs> fucking broken. The only hot take he has now, well, it's, this is the only thing I've really seen him saying, is that, true to the narrative that COVID was an elaborate way to get rid of Trump and the virus, is uh-huh. now just going to start conveniently vanishing. Oh, and America's going to reopen, and Biden's going to get all this credit for it, and the objective has been completed to get rid of Trump. Well, mm. yeah, that might happen because there is a huge vaccine program <laughs> being rolled out. So, yeah. Like, what? (laughs) Fucking sick take, mate. Uh. So after a fairly bruising month of pedivore Pete, and to be fair, a pretty bad year, Pete has had to accept that his mate Trump is politically toast and most of the things that he believes are probably bullshit I think he's going to start focusing on the salmon salad for a bit, and I think that's probably (laughs) a good career move. Smart move, smart move. This year, Pete has been throwing these red pill grenades into crowded places, and the only person copying the shrapnel has been himself. I mean, Mm. the successful inauguration of Joe Biden really is just the cherry on the shit pile that is Pete Evans' career. And while a few of his followers have got to be wondering why the fuck they ever got involved with this idiot. The rest are going to pretend that they were only really there for the hemp bread recipe after all (laughs) and never truly thought that Trump was sent by God to save the world. Fuck off. We all know they bought it. They lapped it up when everything was exciting and interesting and there was popcorn to be eaten. So much fucking popcorn. God, I hate uh, this guy. Yeah. yeah, I
0: love And, the and
1: they, they, were, they were wrong. They were just wrong. Yeah. You know, the popcorn didn't do anything. You just suck. And as per usual, our Pete, without a shred of modesty, has decided to just move on with his life, <laughs> as if he hasn't been shitposting these predictions for fucking months. at the you know mercy of his career and giving himself these giant weird violent (laughs) erections at the thought of his enemies being executed on television just before australia day look let's see how long you can stay quiet for because i have a feeling it will not be very long
0: yeah it won't be long it won't be long at all and you have been listening to the conditional release program with your hosts jack the insider and joel hill if you haven't already hit the subscribe button and if you've enjoyed our bullshit throw us a five-star review on your podcast app
1: Jack can be found on Twitter on at JackTheInsider and Joel on Crunchy Moses with a K. We've set up a Facebook page, as you can find fairly easily. But also, as a side note, promoting a podcast is easier said than done. And people hate it when you plug your own podcast online. So if you could share this episode or a past Please. episode you especially enjoyed on social mm. media, we'd be eternally grateful. Help us reach ears.
0: Yes, please, if you can. And finally, all feedback, tips, and death threats should be sent to the Conditional Release Program at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you, even if it's simply to cowie punch us in the street, knock us out, cold just for wearing a bit of knockdown Trump gear.
1: We probably deserve it. Thanks, yeah. listeners. It's only 10 <laughs> See bucks. You. See you, guys. Oh, bargain's a bargain. See you, guys. <laughs>